Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. To the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Let's get talking about the highly sensitive person. Oh, this is a huge topic that, um, because what I immediately think of when I think of highly sensitive, the highly sensitive person is I actually think of the children. I think of the kids in school these days. Uh, I raised my kids. My kids went to school in the 80s and the 90s and it was different. It was very beginning of hearing about kids being on medication for ADD and ADHD. And now I know that the world is changing and I know that kids have different behaviors now than maybe they did back in my day. But I also think that there is a little bit of a confusion over you know, when something is really wrong and maybe when somebody has a sensitivity, maybe when somebody has a personality that tends to lean one way or another. And so that's what I immediately go to. But I know a lot of adults that are highly sensitive people. So my point with all that was that I think that a lot of the children in the schools today uh, are being labeled and they may be simply highly sensitive people. They may not have uh, a need even perhaps for uh, medication intervention, but maybe there are a myriad of things that could be tried prior to that. So I want to talk to the person who maybe has already grown up uh, that was a highly sensitive person in school. And you can really suffer if you uh, are highly sensitive and are in a big classroom or, you know, there can be a, it can be a rough ride. And if you are an adult who is a highly sensitive person now and you remember that, you know, listen in. There's some there's some stuff here for you today. And some of the things that go on with the highly sensitive person is they are extremely vulnerable to anxiety. So, you know, and now we're seeing the anxiety actually in the children because um, they are not getting... School is just different now, and you're not getting the kind of care and attention that you may have gotten, uh, like I said, back in the day. Uh, the classes were smaller. School was taught differently. Each subject was probably taught differently. So there's a little place that we want to remember that the, the, the highly sensitive person or child is tends to be more vulnerable to anxiety because of their creative and active minds. Now, there is nothing wrong with an active mind. We don't need to 
uh, take that out of people. But we do need to give it creative outlets, right? So same thing with anxiety. We don't want that active and creative mind to go to the dark side, or as I would say, down the wormhole. We want to give it a better outlet. So because what happens with that creative and active mind, when the fantasies turn negative, it really fuels anxiety. And then we were talking about children and adults who are having panic attacks and feeling very much on the edge of things. So here's some tips. I think I have five tips here for the highly sensitive person and that is struggling with anxiety. Remember Number one, remember feelings and thoughts change like the passing clouds on the mountain. We need to remember that everything that we feel and every thought that goes through us does not mean that is who we are or that is stuck with us forever. We really worry about that. When you have anxiety, you worry that what you are feeling in the moment is going to be felt for the rest of your life, right? That's where we get that, oh my God, I think I'm dying, right? Because you can't catch your breath or you have uh, your throat feels like it's closing or your heart is beating out of uh, its normal pattern or it's beating harder. And so we think this is it. This is it. Because that's the anxious mind. It's black or white. There's no in-between. We're either perfectly fine or life is over. It's over. We're going to die. And we better quickly look this up on Google. No, don't go near Google and remind yourself that the feeling that you have, even the sensations, the actual physical sensations, they change like passing clouds across the mountain. We do a meditation in our group uh, coaching that is a mountain meditation, and it even talks about the weather on the mountain. That is our lives, right? We are the mountain. And these clouds pass, the sun comes, the moon comes. It's constantly changing. And that's what we want to remember. Our lives, like the the uh, passing weather on the mountain, our lives, everything is always changing. Tip number two, don't avoid or run away from what is causing you to feel anxious. Now, this is really hard because that is our natural drive to go away from that which is scary or which is, you know, we perceive it as being painful. But we want to learn to lean into it because what we're able to separate out pretty early on, even with anxiety, is that it's, it is our anxiety. This is an anxious thought. This is an anxious feeling. So we want to learn to lean into it, to face it, and to use that creative mind that we have to find solutions to all of the um, challenging people, places, and things that we're running into. We do have that creative mind and we do have that active mind and the same creativity and activity in our minds that can take us down the wormhole can come up with amazing solutions for healing in our own lives. But we have to be the one that's in the driver's seat and say, wait a minute, we're not going to Negativeville. We're going to, let me try to reframe this. And if all you can do is to put it into neutral, 
that's that's perfect because if you let it sit in neutral for a while, you'll catch your breath, you'll get through, you won't be anxious anymore, and you may come up with a creative solution for that that challenge that you were facing. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Tip number three, you can control how you react to everything that life throws at you. The stress in our lives is in our reaction, not in the event or the person. And Again, of course, most of these things I do know firsthand. I know this very well firsthand. Once I learned how to react in a different way, I was able to handle things that I would have never believed I could do or get through. Because let's talk about what life can throw at you. You know, there are amazing challenges uh, that we may have to go through in our lives. Not all of us, but most of us will go through something. And I was able to get through some very big events and challenges in my life because I had the reaction was not negative. I wasn't reacting. I was, I had changed it. My my reaction was not to go down the wormhole anymore. I was able to pause I could think clearly because I was no longer in a constant state of anxiety, fear, right? Feeding it with the adrenaline response and then having more anxiety and fear and going around and around on that cycle. I was able to have a different reaction to my challenges because I had learned how to pause I was able to take that cycle and just put things at the beginning into neutral. Just okay, the mind is thinking, you know, X, Y, and Z is going to take down the whole family. And I could slow that down eventually into X, Y, Z is possible but not probable. 
XYZ is a thought that's going through my head. And eventually you're not even thinking XYZ. You're not thinking it. It may run through your mind, but it isn't something that sticks with you. So I'm saying it's a, you know, we have, it's a journey that we take and we, it doesn't happen overnight. This isn't like turning on a light switch. There is no magic pill for this. You have to go through it and be able to slowly but surely turn this big ship that has been going down and you can turn it slowly. First, by just noticing what you think. Secondly, you can begin to reframe it by putting it into, simply put it into neutral. So first you notice it and you may do that for months. I'm not saying that this is going to happen quickly, but if you're conscious and aware of your actions and your reactions, you will be able to turn the ship around. After you notice it and you keep catching yourself up, oh, I wish I would have noticed that sooner. Oh, you will notice it sooner. Just keep noticing. And then you put it into neutral. And then you put it into that is possible but not probable. And then eventually the thoughts slide through. They don't stick anymore. You've turned the ship completely around and you're going in a better direction. Hang in there. This, this takes time and persistence. Tip number four. Remember many relaxations. And do these throughout the day. These are little mini things that you can do throughout the whole day. Examples are things like you can have a calming tea. And some of the teas that people enjoy are chamomile is a nice calming tea. Um, Tulsi tea, the holy basil is a nice calming tea. Lemongrass. You have to find the ones that you like. And maybe we'll do a whole show on tea because this is a great, uh, there's something nice about having uh, a specific tea that you will go to and that you enjoy. So let me look into that a little bit more too. Some other things you can do is take that Epsom salt, salt bath at the end of the day or in the evening. You know, treat yourself to it. Don't just take that quick shower. People will live if you're in the bathroom and taking a hot soaking tub for a little while. Another thing that you can do is listen to calming music. Um, nature sound music, uh, spa kind of music. Whatever is calming to you, like it's going to be, you don't want something, something that might be calming to me, maybe irritating to you, but you find it, you know, it's, you can taste and test so many things on the internet. Now you can find what you like and make sure that you can spend some time listening to that. Other thing you can do. Another thing that you can do is inspirational reading. And I really like this one because it is another way that you can set up a good habit. You can set up a time for 5 to 15 minutes a day where you just do a little bit of inspirational reading. And I've been doing this for many, many years, and it has carried me through some difficult times because I knew I had that little booster shot, right? Another thing would be to listen to, you know, an inspirational podcast or an uplifting podcast or something that makes you feel like, you're on track or you can do it. And I hope that this podcast can do that for you also. 
Another thing you can do is to get a massage. Even just making the appointment for the massage can relax some people. So, you know, treat yourself here and there and get a massage. Or if you can add that into your regular self-care routine, that would be amazing. And another one along those lines is foot reflexology. If you can find somebody uh, to work on that with you, that is amazing. I live uh, here in uh, the Hawaiian Islands, and there is a lot of uh, Asian culture here, and the foot reflexology that's available here is just amazing. I've had some really good treatments. Okay, tip number five, remember anxiety panic does not kill you, right? It feels like it. It feels like you're going to go down. This is it. But no matter how severe the physical symptoms are and how irritating they are, how frightening they are. Remember, the anxiety panic will not kill you. It feels like it in the moment, but it will pass, just like earlier we said, like the clouds across the mountain, and you will still be standing. Keep the feelings and the sensations in perspective. Remind yourself over and over, like I said about turning that ship, you have to do this over and over. You don't tell yourself this once. We have to tell ourselves over and over, it's okay. I've been through this before. This is just the physical sensations. They will go away. And don't put more fuel on that fire, okay? As soon as we get scared or nervous or even deep irritation about it because under that can be some under that anger can be some fear when we can keep it neutral we send the body the message oh she's not all worked up it must be okay. this maybe is a false alarm let's calm down just keep trying it over and over again i know you guys can do this and i know it sounds sometimes like we say the same things over and over and over again and I try to find different ways to say it and different ways to let you know that this will pass. And as soon as you can get your nervous system to calm down and you learn the tools to keep yourself in a state of a calm and well-fed nervous system, you'll be fine. You'll be able to handle all the challenges that life throws at you. Actually, I know you're already handling all the uh, things that life is throwing at you. I know you are. I talk to you and you're, you're doing everything, but you're doing it in a very sensitized state. And remember, if you were brought into this world as a highly sensitive person, you're more apt to fall into this. It doesn't mean you have to go to anxiety panic, but it means that you need to take even more care of yourself. We all have a different temperament. So if you're a highly sensitive person, really take the self-care seriously. Do what you need to do. Follow these tips that we had. Remember, number one, the feelings and thoughts will change. Number two, don't avoid or run away. Number three, remember that you can control how you react to life, not what life throws at you. And number four, remember many relaxations throughout the day. Number five, remember that anxiety panic does not kill you and that you can deal even though you feel sensitized. It's okay. It's okay. I so appreciate you guys being on these uh, podcasts and listening in. And now for today's quote. 
Anxiety is a thin stream of fear trickling through the mind. If encouraged, it creates a channel into which all other thoughts are drained. And that's from Arthur Roach. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.